Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back. Hope you're having a great day. So today I'm going to do you a solid because I got your back and I know that you have a special event that's coming up. So for me, it is Thanksgiving and kind of just the pending holiday season, but it really doesn't matter when you listen to this episode because I know that there is always, 100% of the time, something special that you're having to navigate around at any time in your life. So whether it be birthdays or vacation, holidays, weekend get-togethers, road trips, work lunches, like you name it, it's happening. There's hundreds of opportunities to fall off track because of these special occasions throughout the year. So today I want to talk about how to become a person that takes these occasions in stride. So I want to first talk about what's not working. So we want to really kind of hone in and get crystal clear on some of the thoughts and the behaviors that haven't worked for you up until this point. So you gritting your teeth and telling yourself that you're not going to have the cake and I'm only going to have one drink and you know I'm only going to order a salad and I'm only going to have one bite of pie. How is that working out for you? (laughs) When you go to the party and you're like I'm only going to have one bite and you just like grit your teeth and you're just like oh damn it I'm only going to have one bite right? How is that working? Is it working? Maybe it is. But for the most part, it doesn't work that well. Or maybe you're the one who depends primarily on willpower for special occasions. So throughout the entire evening, as you're surrounded by food and friends, you find yourself distracted and just acutely aware of the foods that you're having to see and smell and be around. So in this state of willpower, you're silently counting down the time. Only two more hours, right? You can make it two more hours without any of these chips. You can make it two hours without trying a cookie. You can do this, right? And as you slowly feel the drain and all of your willpower slipping away as the night progresses. So when you feel this way during special occasions, it can be especially defeating and frustrating Because not only is it annoying to have to just like bear down with willpower, but maybe you actually desire to be present with the people that you're engaging with. You want to engage with them. You want to laugh with them. You want to enjoy their company during this short time that you have. But instead, you're finding yourself too busy obsessing about the food and the drinks that you can't have. So your conversations remain surface level, you're easily distracted, or you make it even worse because now you turn into that person that's talking about food or complaining about the foods that you can't have because you're dieting, right? And for once, you just want to stop obsessing about food and simply 
have those normal conversations with the people that you enjoy being around and be in the same room as some of these foods that you enjoy eating and not have them have control over you. I think what's also not working is the binge that you have later or even during that special event. So maybe you try one chip and then all of a sudden you're just like fog eating the rest of the chips. You're just grabbing one as you walk past and you're not even thinking about it anymore. It's just this action that you're doing. Maybe you endure the event with willpower, but then once friends leave, once you go home, it's straight to the pantry or to that refrigerator to fill the void. Maybe you're eating in secret. Maybe you're sick of the deprivation and you just don't care at all anymore in that moment. But I know one thing is for certain. You are a person who wants to learn how to handle special occasions in a powerful and confident way. You no longer want food to have that authority over you. And you want to be able to have a conversation right next to your favorite plate of cookies and not even bat an eye. You want to be able to choose a bubbly water instead of a second or a third drink that night. You want to be able to begin enjoying special occasions. And later that night, you want to be able to give yourself that little wink in the mirror and be like, girl, you freaking crushed this night, right? So I want to go over a six-step process that will have you feeling confident coming into the holidays or birthday weekend or your upcoming trip or whatever the heck you've got coming up. Let's talk strategy. Okay, six steps. I'm just going to go through them really quick and then we're going to break them down a little bit more. Okay, so step one, you're going to decide your hard nose. Step two, you are going to decide a basic plan for each meal. Step three, anticipate the variables. Step four, decide your sentences to practice with yourself on purpose. Step five, decide what foods are worth indulging in and what isn't. And step six is you are going to reflect on what happened that day or that night or that trip with love and compassion. Okay, so let's break down each one. So Step one, decide your hard nose. So this is you deciding ahead of time. So we always want to make decisions about food in advance, right? Because in the moment, you're going to be tapping into your primal brain because your primal brain is very urge and desire driven. And when you've got the food in front of you, that's really partially the brain that you're going to be using. So you always want to make these decisions ahead of time. So what are the things that you absolutely know that you do not want to indulge in. And I really want you to focus in what is the reason for your hard no. Do you like it? I really need you to make sure that you like the reason for your hard no. Is your hard no something that you have set with compassion and kindness towards yourself? So let's look at maybe some possible hard no's for the upcoming holiday season. Maybe you decide no appetizers at any of the celebrations that you're going to attend because you know in the past that appetizers have classically made you feel like crap, right? 
and then you're too bloated, you're too full for dinner, it's not fun, now you're overly stuffed, you feel like crap, you didn't enjoy the evening to, you know, the highest potential. So now you've decided that your hard no is just simply any food prior to the main meal, period. So that way you're not being faced with, do I have the chip or not? Do I have the little smoky or not? It's just a hard no. You don't even have to think about it. The decision is done. Or maybe for some of you, it's alcohol before, during, or after the meal. Or maybe it's just dessert. Or maybe it's any type of potatoes. Potatoes are hard no, right? I want you to decide what your hard no's are. And I really want you to make sure that you're in love for your reason why. Don't just do it because that's what you should be doing. I shouldn't be drinking at this. I shouldn't be having dessert. Well, maybe you're a person that wants to have the freaking dessert, but appetizers for you aren't really worth it, right? They're just kind of like the extra food that doesn't really appeal to you. Maybe that is your hard no. Or maybe your hard no is simply because it's something that you know creates a ton of desire for you. Maybe chips are a hard no because you know that the second you have one, it's the only thing your brain obsesses about and you just don't want to deal with it, right? Sometimes it's like, I just don't want to, I can sit with the urge, I can sit with the desire, but I just don't want to. That's where a hard no comes in, where you're just like, I'm not going to have any freaking chips, period. End of story. And it's not a big deal, right? So step two, I want you to decide a basic plan for each of your meals. So if you're going on a trip, this could look like you tentatively planning what breakfast, lunch, and dinner is going to be like. Maybe for, you know, a special occasion, going out to lunch or going out to dinner, it's just going to be that one meal. But I want you to decide what you want your meal to look like. Do you want to limit any particular food groups? Why? Do you want to limit your overall portion sizes? Why? (laughs) You don't need to know exactly what's going to be served for you to make a plan ahead of time, right? Because there's nothing new under the sun. You can pretty much guess the foods that you're going to be offered, right? So let's make a plan ahead of time so that you don't even need to think about these things in the moment. Maybe you choose a plan that looks like for dinner, There's no limits to meat and vegetables, but you want to limit carbohydrates because you know that that's classically where you overdo it. So you are a person who's like, all right, meats, vegetables, totally on point. I can have as much as I want, but when it comes to my starches, I'm only going to have a cup and it doesn't matter what type of starch. It could be fruit. It could be French fries. It could be mac and cheese. You get to choose. Do you want the potatoes or do you want mac and cheese, right? And then once you decide and you put that portion on your plate, you are going to truly and mindfully eat that food and enjoy it. I don't want this to be a guilt-driven experience where you're beating yourself up for having carbohydrates or having the thing that you're limiting. No, this is your opportunity to indulge and truly enjoy some of the foods that you do want to include in your life on purpose. So decide ahead of time what are the portion sizes that you want. Or, okay, so maybe you're a person who's instead of kind of a bigger, longer trip, you're just going to be going out to lunch or dinner, right? So 
Make a plan ahead of time. And it doesn't mean that you need to be that crazy person that's looking up the menu and knows exactly what you're going to order. Maybe it's just deciding what you want to skip, right? Deciding what food groups are the things that are off or that are on limits, the things that you want to indulge in. Maybe you're just going to steer clear of potatoes or a flour type product because you know that it's easy to overdo that. You know it makes you feel like crap. So I like to think about making a plan ahead of time. It's just like being at a bowling alley and setting up the bumpers in the bowling lane. So bumpers don't mean that you can't have fun and truly enjoy the experience. But when you decide ahead of time what this experience is going to be like, it's a way that you can then live into this person that you want to be with having that plan in place and the hard fast nose already decided on. You don't even need to think about it the night of. You just need to implement. All right, so step three. This is where I want you to begin to anticipate the variables. So as we already talked about, there's nothing new under the sun. King Solomon knew this. You know this. So I don't want you to kid yourself into believing that you don't know what to expect at this upcoming event or celebration. You know exactly what you're going to be exposed to. There's inevitably going to be your favorite starch, your favorite dessert, your favorite wine, some fancy drink. Like, plan on it. Anticipate it. And for heaven's sake, would you please stop being surprised when it happens? Just remember, the plan that you have already created accounts for all of these different food groups. So when it comes to specific items, it really doesn't matter. You knew that there was going to be desserts. A dessert is a dessert is a dessert, right? You knew there was going to be alcohol. It does not matter the type. You knew that there was going to be appetizers and specialty food items. So it doesn't matter, right? So what? Why does this change things? I want you to confidently fall back into the plan that you already made and just remind your brain of the reasons for why you made that plan in the first place. You know you like your plan, You know you love your reasons. You know your plan was created out of kindness and compassion. It's not being you being a bully to yourself and restricting yourself to unimaginable degrees. Like you've planned on indulgences, the cup of starch, the whatever you planned in there. So in the moment when you finally see that specific food item come out, don't be startled or surprised. Anticipate that, okay, I knew that this was coming. And now it's time for me to follow through on the plan that I have implemented. And just because you don't want to follow through with the plan that you made ahead of time does not mean that something has gone wrong. (laughs) Of course, you don't want to implement the plan that you already made. But this is where you're going to start to gain trust, gain purchase with yourself. Because these are the moments when you are going to do it anyway. You're like, I already made a plan. I don't even need to make a decision. The only thing I need to do is just follow through with the decision that I already made. So that is step three, anticipate the variables. And step four here is kind of a secret weapon that I don't think enough of you use. So step four is to anticipate the sentences that your brain is going to offer up to you in the moment when it's trying to get you to indulge in desire. 
So remember, we anticipated the variables, right? The variables being the specific type of food items versus more broad food group type food items. And now you're going to anticipate the sentences that your brain is going to offer up as it tries to get you to indulge in that specific specialty food item that for whatever reason you're surprised is being served to you, right? So when your brain offers you up thoughts that might sound like one bite won't hurt, you're going to offend them if you don't have that drink. Oh my God, that dip looks so freaking good. I want you to remember these are just thoughts. You deserve a bite. Just a thought. It is not a fact. It is not reality. It is just your brain trying to offer you up a sales pitch in order for you to indulge in desire. Blah, 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 right? And thank goodness that your toddler brain is very much a broken record that tends to offer up the same sales pitches over and over and over again. So I want you to begin to transition into the person who hears them instead of simply believes them. It's time for you to talk back to your brain instead of just agreeing with it. This might sound something like when your brain offers you up a thought that sounds like you deserve a bite. I want you to respond, no brain, I don't just deserve a bite. I deserve a life that is so much bigger than what this bite can offer me. When your brain says a thought like, you've been good all day, I want you to just kindly redirect, remind your brain, I haven't been good or bad today, brain. Actually, all I'm doing is just following the plan that I made for myself, period, right? When your brain offers up the thought, oh my God, that dip, it looks so good. I want you to then hear your brain as it says that to you and respond back. Respond in a way that sounds like, I know that dip looks freaking amazing. And I'm sure it tastes amazing too. But we don't want appetizers tonight, so we're going to wait for dinner, okay? I want you to gently remind your brain in the moment what you actually want to do. You've decided what you want to do. You love your reasons for it. So remind your brain what you actually want to do what you've decided ahead of time that you want to do. You have no decisions to make in the moment. All you're simply doing is following through. Anticipate what to expect so that you can watch it play out and have a game plan in advance so that you know what to do in those moments. And this is that secret weapon, is having these sentences to rebuttal, to respond back to your brain, have these sentences decided ahead of time. You can practice them. You can write them on a sticky note. You know what your brain is going to say to you. And it might simply just sound like that sounds good. That looks yummy, right? Have something to say back to your brain on standby so you don't get caught off guard. And that way you're going to be on alert and you're going to be looking for these sentences. So when your brain offers up, that sounds so good. You're going to be like, ah, I see you. I see you brain over there. Nice try. I know. I know that looks good. And we're not having any appetizers tonight, right? See these thoughts on purpose and anticipate them and answer back, respond back to your brain in the way that you have already planned. 
So step five is to decide what foods are worth indulging in and just what simply isn't. So this is kind of like deciding your hard nose. This step, it's going to help you to determine ahead of time just what's worth it and what's not, right? And personally, I know from personal experience that for me, brownies, cake, pie, store-bought crap, it's just not worth it to me. Like when I've indulged before, and I've had a brownie because somebody offered it to me. Like, I'm never pleased with it. I always feel like crap after. And then ultimately, like, I don't even, this isn't even something that I need to think about whether I want it or not. I just know ahead of time, like, certain items aren't worth it. You know, I don't even have to go through the desire or the decision. But I also know, and I've done my work ahead of time, that sometimes there are some things that are worth it. Maybe you're a person who loves cheesecake, but plain cheesecake for you, eh, not really worth it. You could take it or leave it because it all just tastes kind of the same. But by golly, if somebody makes a homemade fruit cheesecake, that is when you're going to have a slice. Or maybe you're a tiramisu girl or guy, whatever. If you love tiramisu and you know that homemade tiramisu is worth it to you, then when that specific food item comes out, maybe you're a person that's like, "Eh, I don't really want desserts, but I'm going to make an exception if it's homemade tiramisu. That is something that you get to decide ahead of time. This is going to help you to follow through in the moment. You know, when the specifics are revealed, when a specific drink, a specific dessert, like a specific food item, it's going to help you more in the moment to have this seamless transition. So that way, it's just going to be a simple, no thank you, when a certain food item's passed around because you're like, eh, I don't really like brownies. Like, it's really that simple. I don't even want the brownie. It's just going to help you to have that seamless transition to know when to indulge and when not to. And step six. So after the celebration, get together, birthday party, whatever it is, I want you to reflect on what happened with love and compassion towards yourself. So what's not helpful is reflecting on what happened in an energy of disgust and reflecting on like, oh my God, I did so bad and I wish I hadn't had that extra piece of pie and oh my God, I feel like crap after having so much carbohydrates. You're such a piece of crap for not sticking to your plan. What's wrong with you for doing this to yourself again? All that reflection, not useful. Like you can shove that. I need you to reflect with curiosity and compassion each step of the night. And I want it to sound something like, wow, okay, I notice that I had chips when I planned on not having any appetizers. I wonder what caused this. What was the sentence that made me take this action? Was I trying to avoid feeling a feeling? Did I get caught off guard? Was I just more going into that subconscious and not really paying attention to what my hand was doing? Like, what happened here? Or maybe it would sound something like, I noticed that during the meal, I had more carbohydrates than what I had planned on. This is so fascinating to me, right? What sentence did I believe? Did I even enjoy the extra portion more than the original portion? Did it make it more enjoyable? What was I trying to get or feel from the extra portion? Did it work? 
do I maybe next time need to plan on having a larger portion size? What feeling am I going to feel on purpose so that I can follow through with my plan more consciously? These are the questions I want you to be asking yourself because it's you holding space to objectively look at what happened with love and compassion. It doesn't matter if you did good or bad. Good or bad isn't even a thing. Did you follow through with your plan or not? And if you didn't, what happened? It really is that simple. And I want you to have that grace with yourself where you're willing to sit down and reflect so that you can then do better in the future, right? Because these events, they're not a surprise. And you're not going to only have one of them per year. These pop up day after day after day. So I want you to have that compassion with yourself where you're willing to reflect so that you can make a more intentional and conscious and better plan for your future. So I want you then to use these steps, use this new skill to master special occasions so that you don't have to diet around them or beat yourself up for falling off track during them. I want you to learn how to show up as this healthier version of you, even during special occasions. I want you to learn how to manage your mind so that the food and drinks that are around you don't control you. I want you to make a plan that you love. I want you to anticipate the sentences, anticipate the foods and the emotions that you're going to be up against. There is nothing that you can't anticipate ahead of time. So this upcoming holiday season or whatever special event you have coming up, I want you to look forward to being surrounded by all this yummy food and all these good friends and family and everything that makes this part of life amazing. So if you want help developing your own plan or finding the sentences that you're up against in these special events, I want you to book a quick call with me so that we can then develop your own free personalized plan. All you have to do, head over to yourlivinghealth.com, click the button in the top right corner. And if you are enjoying this info as much as I enjoy teaching it, please take a moment and leave me a review. I deeply value each of your opinions about this content that I prepare for you. So next week, we're going to be diving into why this process might be harder for some of you than it is for others. So I hope that you're going to join me there. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays, everyone. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, change is hard and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.